The Kansas Senate has approved a school funding plan, a plan that the governor and many lawmakers agree might actually end years of court battles over how much to spend on public schools. I am voting for this bill only because I see no other way to meet the requirements placed on us by the Supreme Court. From the Kansas News Service, I'm Jim McLean, and this is Statehouse Blend, Kansas. To the plaintiffs in this case, for me, this is not an opening bid. This is a final offer. Well, maybe the end of the school funding battle is in sight, just maybe. The school districts behind the litigation initially said the $90 million annual boost the Senate approved was enough to settle things. Now some are saying it isn't. Plus, the House has a different plan. It lops off two years of previously agreed-to funding and calls for lots of policy changes sure to spark heated debate, including a school choice provision. Shortly after approving those millions in new school spending this past Thursday, the Senate did an about-face, giving a final okay to $500 million in tax relief. 24 voting in favor, 16 opposed to the motion to concur on Senate Bill 22. This measure, having received the required constitutional majority, is hereby declared passed. Republicans say the state must avoid taxing the overseas earnings of some big companies that employ thousands of Kansans or risk losing those companies. We should not be taxing foreign earnings in Kansas. Otherwise, why would any international company decide to grow in our state? But Democrats argue the tax relief package would shortchange efforts to fund education, build highways, and shortchange a lot of other stuff that Kansans count on state government for, much like former Republican Governor Sam Brownback's tax cuts did. Those who don't learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. That's exactly what this bill does. Governor Kelly agrees with that assessment. Minutes after the Senate passed the bill, she issued a statement warning the tax cuts could trigger another, quote, self-inflicted budget crisis. Even so, when I talked to her the next day, she said she hasn't decided on a veto. You know, I have consistently said, Jim, that I, I won't make that decision until I actually have an opportunity to see the bill. I've, it's not reached my desk yet. Still, the bill represents a direct challenge to Kelly, who has urged, even pleaded with lawmakers, not to make any major changes in the state's tax structure until we know more about the true impact of the recent federal tax overhaul and the reversal of Brownback's tax cuts. The fact of the matter is, while the tax cut in this bill is not as great as it was uh, back in 2012, uh, we are also not in a fiscal situation that we were in 2012, where we had large pots of money uh, sitting around that we could sweep into balance the holes that were created by that cut. So the impact of this tax cut would be immediate and severe because we have no tools to level it out. Do you think that there are people who voted for that tax cut bill essentially expecting you to veto it, and therefore it was kind of a free vote for them? I have no doubt that that went through some minds. It does look like you're halfway to a deal with the legislature on a school funding package. The bill the Senate just passed is pretty much what you asked for, isn't it? It is. But that's not the end of the debate. I mean, the, the well, plaintiffs... we still have the House to deal well, with. Well, the House and, and the plaintiffs themselves who yeah. have kind of changed the game on you coming forward. They said initially that the money you had proposed was just about right. Now they're saying, no, not nearly enough. Is that a complicating factor in all this? Um, well, we'll see. That's really for the court to decide. Uh, and we've gone back and you know, really flyspecked the Gannon decision, and we're very comfortable that the numbers that we came up with are right on target. Yeah, roughly an additional $90 million a year. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere 
plus minus to cover inflation specifically. Yes. Uh, As you mentioned, the House is another matter. Uh, The bill they're looking at, at least at the moment, lops off nearly two years of previously agreed to funding and includes some policy minefields, school choice language cloaked in an anti-bullying provision, and a requirement that would require immigrant students to master English within four years. So, Again, how much is that going to complicate the negotiations coming down the road? Well, remember that if that bill should get out of the House, it goes into conference, and so it won't look exactly like that when it comes to my desk. Um, I, I think one of the poison pills in there, though, is the lopping off of the last two years because I think the court needs to be reassured that we're serious about keeping our pledge. Because uh, you haven't kept, not you particularly, but the state has not kept pledges in the past. Exactly right. So the court has every reason to want to see our long-term commitment to uh, school funding. Now, you campaigned as a consensus builder, someone who could work across the aisle. So how's that working out? (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of where I'm going with this. Uh, Work across the aisle with Republicans to get things done. Uh, But we really haven't seen a lot of that this session. Republican leaders, particularly Senate President Susan Wagle, say they feel no obligation to work with you because you received less than 50% of the vote and therefore have no mandate. What is your reaction to that? You heard that, right? Well, yes, I did hear that. Um, In spite of what's being said, Mm -hmm. uh, in spite of what's showing up in the press, the fact of the matter is we are working with Republican leadership uh, and Republican rank and file to get things done. Okay, so are you having a good time? Uh, Do you enjoy being governor? Is it like you thought it would be? (laughs) You know, there are parts of uh, being a senator that I miss a lot. You miss the collegiality. I miss the collegiality. I I actually miss committee hearings. I I got a kick out of those. But there's no doubt that um, being governor allows me to uh, really set some direction, and that's why I ran. I wanted to fix our state, and being governor gives me an opportunity to have a lot of influence. Is it true what they say, that it's lonely at the top? It does feel a bit like a gilded cage sometimes, yes. Looking ahead, it's clear that Governor Kelly will need to find a way to work with Republicans to salvage parts of her agenda. Medicaid expansion, for example, GOP leaders are united in their opposition to it, But when it comes time to strike deals needed to end the session, Kelly expects they'll be compromised. Well, you know, I was just thinking about it this morning and thinking, uh, if I were a legislator, I would want this to pass this session and get it off the plate. Because if it doesn't pass this session, it'll come back next session. And this is something, uh, particularly those who are opposed, don't want to be talking about next year in election year. And Kelly says she's willing to negotiate with Republicans to break the stalemate on the issue. I'm always open to negotiating. And uh, I knew when we crafted that legislation that we would be having discussions and and there would be points for uh, compromise. They're not very far along, but Kelly says those negotiations have begun behind the scenes. This is Statehouse Blend, Kansas, in Topeka. I'm Jim McLean. Statehouse Blend, Kansas, is a production of the Kansas News Service, a collaboration of public radio stations across the state. I'm Amy Jeffries, editor of the Kansas News Service and this podcast. Thanks again to reporter Stephen Caranda for some of the audio heard in this episode. There's more coverage of health, education, and politics from Stephen and our whole team at ksnewsservice.org. Check it out. And subscribe to Statehouse Blend Kansas wherever you listen, and please give it a review. 
Our theme song is also known as Warm Evening by Nameless Dancers. You know where we found it, Free Music Archive. <laughs>